Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So she almost left the military before she went on to become the first woman in the Air Force to fly in combat. She's now a U.S. Senator, Martha McSally. She almost left the military because she was uh, raped and sexually assaulted numerous times and got no help from the military in trying to deal with it. I don't know how you stay in in that situation, actually. Because you're driven <sighs> to get Focus and drive, yeah. yeah. That's astounding. I mean, that is amazing. Horrifying. Testified yesterday in a hushed Senate hearing room that she'd been raped by a superior officer one of multiple times she was sexually assaulted while she served her country. And the perpetrators abused their position of power in other ways in that they made it impossible for her to get any justice or made it clear that it was going to be impossible to pursue any justice. Yeah, you know, I... I had a situation where I had an absolutely legitimate lawsuit against somebody not long ago, and and the point was made to me by somebody who knows that, listen, this will be your hobby for the next six months. 
This is going to be how you spend your free time. And I thought, well, I don't want that for the, you know, several thousand, but not, you know, not a ton of money involved. Um, I said, all right, never mind. And can you imagine being a woman like uh, uh, Colonel McSally and realize to get justice, I will have to effectively end my career? Because by saying, you did this to me, I'm seeking justice, you are announcing to a superior officer, I'm going to end your career. I'm going to ruin you. Oh, and we don't know how many, I don't know how many years ago this was, but... Officer or officers. um, People might not have believed her, because we were still living in that era. Um, People might not have believed her, and you could have just said, yeah, that's why you can't have women in the military. I mean, you know, she hangs around drinking with the guys, and next thing she she knows... She came on to me, She claims that she was raped. Right. Yeah. And that story would just disappear. Yeah. She did not. Um, she did not offer any details about the assaults or name the senior officer. She said she did not immediately report the attacks at the time because she didn't trust the system. Later, when she began talking about them, she said she was so horrified about how her account was handled that she thought about quitting the Air Force. Like many victims, I felt like the system was raping me all over again. She said, "Yeah, troubling." Um, I wish she'd name the accuser. I suppose I understand why. Or the that, uh, perpetrator. Or the perpetrator. Yeah. yeah. The, uh, the person who did it. But. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think part of it has to do with the rampant sexism in the military, especially at the time. But the other part of it, the you know, the critical aspect of it is power corrupts. And absolute power corrupts absolutely. That guy had nothing to fear to the point that he would rape someone. You know, the idea that human beings are these gentle, enlightened creatures... And that if we would just like that stupid, vicious, idiot Marxist professor we've been talking about, the idea that if, if you just get rid of the cops, man, and eliminate capitalism, everybody would be kind. We'd all come together gently. I mean, you're just an idiot or utterly ignorant of, of anthropology and human history. You look at that. There's somebody who's given the authority and the, the power to go ahead and rape women. And he raped women. It's disgusting. The New York Times cites a study that says one out of three victims of sexual assault in the military don't report it. I don't know how you'd know that, but it certainly could be true. Well, that to me, that's almost good news. That means two out of three do at this point. That's right. progress. Yeah, I don't know if it does you any good. In an interview with CBS after the hearing, Miss McSally said she considered sexual assault in the military to be a national security threat. And that during the hearing, she tried to offer perspective as both a commander and a survivor and give hope to others. Um, yeah, it'd be a national security threat. If you're driving talented people out that you could have fighting in battles, then obviously it's a national security threat. Mm-hmm. Doesn't help. No, it's just, it's frustrating. Yeah. Mankind is frustrating. And uh, back to one of our other themes, uh, we need to have uh, like a gradation of so-called sexual assaults. Like we were talking to Marshall about the other day. I mean, this woman was raped, forcibly raped. And... The fact that people use the same term to describe a couple of drunks, one pats the other on the butt and gets told, hey, do not do that. Sorry. Sorry. The fact that those two things are called the same thing, that's terrible. Or if you, it's stupid. What they used to call make a pass at a woman. You try to kiss her. Right. She turns her head. Oh, geez, I thought we were going there. Yeah. We're not. Right. That's a sexual assault? Yeah. It's Well, okay. If, if we can decide that, but it ain't a rape. Well, and listen, I'm not ignorant Can't of the fact. Can't use the same that, words. You know, well, right, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, as 
I understand that if you have a culture of you can use a woman and or enjoy her body without her consent even a little bit, that is a problem and can lead to ugly stuff, really ugly stuff. I get that. But we do need to have a gradation. Otherwise, you know, somebody could easily hear a Martha McSally uh, claim to have been sexually assaulted in the Air Force and have no idea what happened to her. It's just a dumb term. It's like human trafficking. It's a dumb term. I know it's the, the term of art these days, but we're, we're more fond of the term rape slavery since that's what it is. Anyway, that's very serious. And one very, other story. John Kelly, you remember him? He's the chief of staff for Trump. The general. Absolutely. Doing a question and answer with The Hill. Was asked, what if Hillary Clinton had won and asked you to be the uh, chief of staff? He says, if Hillary Clinton had won the presidency and she'd called me and said, I really need a good chief of staff, I'd probably have done it. And I guess this is supposed to be bombshell news? Surprising? I'm, are you surprised? I'm not the least bit surprised. I would have been surprised if he'd have said, no, I wouldn't have. It's probably more enjoyable if I disagree with you, but no, I completely agree. Sort of what generals do. The president asks you to do something in service of the country. So, yeah, I'll go do it. I, w- I don't know I, why that's a big deal. I would say, oh, gosh, I don't know. I, I think a lot of people, if called upon by the president, hey, I really need you. I think you're the best for the job. I think, well, I disagree with some of the policies, but I think you'd have to at least seriously consider it. And a military man who's used to taking orders from the commander-in-chief of both parties over and over and over again through his career doesn't strike me as strange at all. Yeah, it, despite political policy differences, to to deny yourself an opportunity to be a part of those conversations just seems so short-sighted. To to present your argument in 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 the most meaningful room in the country. That's a good point. You know, I find a lot of, uh, for instance, Barack Obama's policies horribly ill-advised, just terrible ideas. I think they will lead to much more grief than good. Um, but I like that point, Sean, that I could be in there and say, you know, Mr. President, with all due respect, this is going to lead to blankety-blank and, and blank, and I think we ought to consider that carefully. John Kelly did an and interview. by the way, I'd love to see your birth certificate sometime. Huh? Huh? You heard me! <laughs> John Kelly did an interview with uh, ABC in which he called his stint in the White House the least enjoyable job he's ever had. And he also joked about the advice he'd give to the guy who took over for him, which would be currently Chief of Staff Mick Mulvaney. Mulvaney. Run for it, <laughs> Kelly quipped. <laughs> I've, I've, that was actually the same advice that Pete Davidson's new, uh, the Kate Beckinsale, her old 20-something ex. Was, I talked to TMZ and said, hey, you got any advice for Pete Davidson? He said, run. <laughs> I'm That's telling you. probably good advice. I've heard those stories before. The ex says, listen, I know this is out of line, but you seem like a nice gal or a nice guy. You're making a terrible mistake. I was, You know what? I, I'd love to take calls from people who got that advice. Milk Coke is coming. It's a real thing. What? I hope we have something more important than that to talk about. Maybe I can use that to wash down all the Oreos in the lunchroom. Oh, yeah. It was National Oreo Day yesterday. No, it wasn't. It was. No, it wasn't. And they, ah! had, they had a bunch of different flavors, and everybody you said... You can't just say it is and it is. Which flavor did you say was... I took the lemon Oreo, because that's healthy. I didn't even know they had flavored Oreos. The red velvet cake was the most popular. What? That one disappeared instantly. Ladies like the red velvet. Oh, yeah. For some reason. Oh, yeah. I'm not eating some bastard Oreo. It'll be black <laughs> on the outside and white on the inside. Dang it. I admire your stance. And you're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Of my soul.
Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. Remember, as you're enjoying this fabulous podcast of the radio show, you can also get the Armstrong and Getty One More Thing podcast and Armstrong and Getty Extra Large, our long-form interviews, available via the iTunes podcast app and the iHeart app. The Armstrong and Getty Show. I want the people of America to be able to work less for the government and more for themselves. I want them to have the rewards of their own industry. This is the chief meaning of freedom. Mm, I don't know. That's uh, Calvin Coolidge, Silent Cal from back in the day. You don't know whether you want people who enjoy the fruits of their own labors? No, here's the what question. Are you, communist? Here's the question. Uh, earlier, I contended that... Uh, Cory Booker would be our first up-talking president if elected. I heard an interview with him, and he uh, he up-talks quite a bit. Do you solemnly swear? I solemnly swear. The problems in inner cities? To uphold the Constitution? To uphold the Constitution? Can be solved if we all get together? And it's not just about tax revenue? It's about schools and about communities and coming together? That's the way Cory Booker talks. Mm. And uh, Sean was trying to make the argument that Calvin Coolidge was an up-talking president. I'm not sure that's true. I want the people of America... Of America... Oh, and that was one! ...to be able to work less for the government. The government. Oh, boy. Huh? Huh? Well, wait a minute now. People been up-talking. Since been up-talking. I want the people of America to be able to work less for the government... And then he gets ...and it. more for themselves. themselves. Well, and they, I want see? them to have the rewards of their own industry. Rewards. This industry. is the chief meaning of freedom. <laughs> it is, and well said. You two numbskulls criticizing the man's vocal patterns when I have grasped his meaning to my bosom. Silent Cow is a hero of small government types because he's the only president that government was smaller when he left than when he got there. Therefore, historians count him as one of the terrible right. presidents. And gets no attention. Any list of the great presidents depends, leans incredibly heavily on how much power they accrued to themselves. How many programs you started. Right, exactly. It's, it's well, it's un-American. Was there a particular thing that he eliminated that was a majority of that, or was he just kind of trimming where he could? Just trimming where he could. Huh. That was his goal. Silent cow. Uh, a couple of stats for you. Pedestrian deaths approach the highest number in 30 years. Nobody's certain on why this is, but everybody's guessing the same thing. <laughs> I think everybody is. What I'm wondering, though, is it the drivers or the walkers? Both. I wonder what predominantly Gotta be both. I bet it's predominantly the walkers. Who are staring at their smartphones and walking into the streets. Mm-hmm. I have been on the streets of several hip western big cities which are especially prone to uh, phone staring, although everywhere is now. Um, yeah, I've seen people walk off curbs many times staring at their phones. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Wow. So you got that. That seems crazy. I mean, every other sort of automotive death is down huge percentages. Yeah. But not um, smacking people walking. Another interesting stat that... Well, Walker smackers. <laughs> God, I'd hate to run over somebody. Oh, my God. I think about that every morning. You do? That's strange. Well, well just that is strange. No, that that the the few w- w- I think about. I sure hope I have sex today. No. <laughs> the few blocks before you turn off the main drag to come to the radio ranch. 
That whole dark area, the underpass where the bums are always careening around. And the, oh, so when you're driving, not and, when you first the, the alarm when the alarm goes off and you're oh, laying no. in bed. No, your first thought is, I hope I don't run over somebody today. <laughs> no, okay. no, I meant well, while I'm driving. It. My first thought might be, I need to pee. <laughs> my first thought is usually, oh God, no, already. <laughs> <laughs> I just went to sleep. Right. My son, who had his first like real sleep a couple of weeks ago. I think it was when he took the Ambien that night. And when he woke up the next day, he said, but it's nighttime. No, 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 it's morning. I just went to sleep. Hmm. Yeah, it's morning. It's the first time he'd ever had that experience. I remember as a kid being amazed by that. I fall asleep and all of a sudden it's the next day. He had never had that before because he never sleeps. Wow. He never sleeps for more than like 15, 20 minutes at a time and wakes up. Wow. His whole life. And he was like, oh my God, it's morning. What happened? Yeah. It's like being transported through time. It's been going on. i got to get on uh, my news app and figure out what I've missed. <laughs> I said, this is the way it is for most people. Yeah. You just go to sleep. Anyway, um, the other interesting stat, Hispanics, birth rate for Hispanics is plummeting and getting close to matching that of uh, everyone else. Mm. Immigrants, particularly. Um, so, yeah. The, the idea that we're going to import a bunch of people who will have kids and support our Nation, our, our welfare state right. that doesn't last very long. Uh oh! Wow! Everybody, everybody recedes to the mean. Is that the term? But um, uh, I know for for immigration, also people you, you you know families from Nigeria, India, whatever do way better in school. Their kids do that first group. Mm-hmm. Next groups just like everybody else. Yeah. Hey, I've caught on. You don't have to try too hard. This country takes care of you. Yeah. All right. I'm going to play video games and vape. Great standard of living no matter what you do pretty much. I'm just going to vape all day long staring at the TV screen. Boy, I listen, this is getting into PhD level stuff and lord knows I ain't that. But um I think a lot of the classic arguments for why people have more kids in um, Mexico than they do when they get to the United States. I think a lot of those are, you know, they have to do with, well, you need more kids. They work, you know, child death rates or blah, blah, blah. They're very, like, functional arguments. And this gets back to our discussion over the last couple days slash weeks slash years about, you know, the disconnectedness of life and the suicide rate and the drug overdose rate and people are miserable. And the commissioner of the NBA says he's got a league of miserable players on his hands. They're just unhappy people. I think in a lot of those other societies, your main priority is your family. Your main recreation is your family and your extended family. Your main source of satisfaction and just like everything is your family. So it just seems more obvious to have kids because then you have your own family and it just seems joyful. And I think a lot of people who don't have kids or whatever, they they don't understand that. I feel attacked right now. Uh, Good. (laughs) Super. Um, And... I mean, the people who come from Mexico and immediately see the birth rate decline, I don't think that's because they, they had some giant farm and only their children to tend it no. back yonder, no. and now they're they're working at uh, you know Google or what have you. Um, I think it just it has to do with where you get your joy or think you're going to get your joy. Exactly, or where you get something that kind of feels like joy but isn't, and you end up suicidal and popping pills. Just to bring it back to the heavy, heavy discussion of the modern age and why people are so unhappy, even as we're wealthier, more comfortable, healthier, 
and up until recently, longer lived than human beings have ever been. Mm. What's coming up in your news, Marshall? Well, Border Patrol reports this morning more chaos at the border, presidential debates an endangered exercise, and Chinese tech giant is suing the U.S. for violating its constitutional rights. Oh, shut up. Come on. Shut up. Who asked you? Commies. Go back to China. Yeah, commies. Yeah, commies. <laughs> China. For some reason, talking That's about right, that sir. made me hungry for Chinese food today. <laughs> It's an interesting reaction. I would destroy some broccoli beef right now. Oh, sweet and sour pork. You're coming my way today. It's a child's order. (laughs) (laughs) You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Long-time listener, really upset you downplayed getting run over by some uncaring a-hole, as I did on December 14th. As I laid there on the ground in agonizing pain, the a-hole got out of his car, saw me on the ground, turned, got back in his car, and drove away. Oh, uh, well, we're not downplaying I don't it. don't recall downplaying getting run over? I mean, it, we didn't probably discuss it with the seriousness you would, but, you know, I think we both understand why that is. Or the record, I'm anti Running anyone over? Or Certainly. And, and I think getting run over would be horrible. And I'm anti-hit and run. There we go. Mm-hmm. Staunchly so. In other news. They've cleaned up that misperception. Sherrod Brown has announced he will not run for president. He will not run for president. He won't. <laughs> did you just want Sherrod Brown not running? Yeah, I did. He, How absolutely dare you? Wasn't he in like one of your, kind of your top tier-ish Names? He was seen as a real dark horse jack, a moderate Democrat who could cross the aisle, but uh, never mind, he's not running. I I have a feeling we're going to have more like 20-some rather than 30-some people running for president. Instead of 36, like we heard there for a while, maybe 40. Might be more like high teens, 20s. A lot of your big names have said new. All right. Yeah, but not Joe Biden. Tarpon lappers in. Yeah. Let's get to the <laughs> let's get to the news now with Marsha Phillips. Data released by Customs and Border Protection show the numbers of migrant fam- families illegally crossing the southern border is again breaking records. The vice president of the Border Patrol Council, Art Del Cueto, said the groups work hard to avoid apprehension. But their stories change to political asylum the minute they're caught. The majority of these people, and I would say over 90%, their asylum claims are not real asylum claims. Plain and simple. They're false claims. More than What percent did he say? 90. 90%. More than 90% are yep. false claims. Yep. More than 76,000 migrants crossed the U.S.-Mexico border last month, more than double the number from the same time last year, and Del Cueto says... There is no method for the agency to determine how many have gotten away. There's just absolutely no method to determine how many get through. And now we have reports of another caravan heading toward the border, and actually now very close to the uh, border, little town off uh, right uh, off of California in Mexico. There's a lot of question and answer with uh, the DHS secretary yesterday that I thought Republicans scored some pretty good points talking to her and various border people. Where do the people come through where there aren't walls? Where are we doing a good job of keeping them out? Where we do have walls or fences? Well, and people made the point over and over again, where walls make the most sense, we have walls. Where technology makes the most sense, we have tech. Where people make the most sense, et cetera, et cetera. 
And everybody agreed. Everybody agreed. And listen, I understand the Moats president. Moats and alligators? You go with moats and alligators. Exactly. Um, I understand the president hammered the wall, but everybody knows that was a campaign thing. And he himself, Donald J. Trump, is saying, walls where they make sense. The idea that we're not going to pay for the president's wall, it's just dumb politics. It's about securing the border. Yeah, Yeah, no kidding. It's redundant. President Trump is going after the Democratic National Committee after announcing it won't have Fox host any Democratic presidential primary debates ahead of the 2020 election. And they're going to have a lot of debates. Yes. And none of them on Fox. Trump saying he just might bar other networks from hosting general election debates. Trump tweeting Democrats just blocked Fox News from holding a debate. Good. And I think I'll do the same with the fake news networks and the radical left Democrats in the general election debate. It's uh, a political Mr. Mr. President, sir, um, you can't say that. <laughs> the Republican Party can say that. You can't say that as the president. That's funny. I just moved past it because I'm so used to him saying that sort of thing, and nothing will come of it, and you'll never hear about it again. And But no, you shouldn't say that because you can't do that. Right. But... Um, <laughs> It's just a political ploy because Perez or whoever made the decision for the DNC, um, they don't believe that Brett Baer and Chris Wallace would be unfair in any way. No. It's actually a great opportunity, I think, to expose your Democratic candidates to a big group of people where you might you might peel off you know, a chunk. I don't know why you wouldn't want to do that. But. I would suggest that it would be a brilliant thing to do. Even your your hardest core core Fox viewer, who thinks Democrats are, are a combination uh, of like a a vampire and a and a, a leech or something. Well, I guess those are both bloodsuckers. Yes, a, a vampire and and I don't know a paper cut would see reasonable, intelligent people espousing programs and, and policies that they might think, oh, that uh, Cory Booker's uh, that's a fairly reasonable chap. I, he's not so bad. I think you're missing a, a huge right. opportunity. We, we believe our ideas are better, and we'd like to expose them to as many right. people as possible. Here are our ideas. What do you think? If your ideological kung fu is strong enough, you should be willing to go into any dojo on the planet. I'll well, step away yeah. now. Well said. <laughs> well said. Paul Manafort's going to be sentenced today. He'll find out how much time he's going to serve in prison for tax and bank fraud. The 69-year-old Manafort could get 20 years in prison. See, I'll be 89 when I get out. Still be time to be a crook. <laughs> Chinese telecom giant... You can giant. rip off the people at the old folks' home, probably. I bet they don't <laughs> lock their doors. Chinese telecom giant Huawei is suing the U.S. government over a budget provision that bars the government and any of their contractors from using Huawei equipment on Good. security grounds. Overdue. The company says the provision is unconstitutional because... Oh, shut up. It's sing- You're communists! Don't you lecture us about our Constitution, <laughs> you GD commies! It says the provision's unconstitutional because it singles out an individual company for punishment and denies it due process. That's because you're a tool of the Chinese government. And their statements are hilarious. We, uh, we're we not influenced by the Chinese government. Uh, we don't uh, bow to their request. And if they made a request of us, we would uh, refuse. That's hilarious. That's so. That is so cute, Huawei. I've also read quite a bit that the only reason they're even competitive in, in this space is because of the the technology and the intellectual property they stole from American companies. Mm-hmm. Right, yep. right. Michael, where's the sad trumpet? They're wah 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 way now, huh? Wah <laughs> <laughs> way. There you go. <laughs> I got an update on Blockbuster News. 
The last blockbuster standing is in Bend, Oregon. It's the only one left in the world after the store in Australia closes its doors at the end of the month. So Bend, Oregon has the final blockbuster. Yes. You, you don't get VHS tapes, though, right? DVDs, I assume? I'm sure they're DVDs. I don't know. You could probably get Beta VHS. You could, probably, yeah, you could probably still get uh, VHS tapes. Shout there. out to beautiful Bend. Yeah. Love Bend. It's where my son lives. I still have my Blockbuster card. Could I show up to that place and rent a... Sure you could. I haven't used it for 25 years. Mm. Yeah, the general manager <laughs> of the Bend... You update your information. They say <laughs> you still owe $8 <laughs> for not on rewinding. With interest, that's $85,000. Right. You never returned Happy Gilmore. You owe us $65. <laughs> the general manager of the Bend Blockbuster... Blockbuster said the store is still a solid business and it's now become a tourist attraction. Visitors are coming from around the world and that they probably open up 10 accounts a day because the amount of people that come in and want a Blockbuster card is crazy. That's awesome. If they're not selling t-shirts, they're fools. Blockbuster bend. Yeah. I mean, that's awesome. Yeah. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation. I'd be in Bend right now by the banks of the mighty Deschutes enjoying a microbrew. Uh, yeah. Oh, I would love that so much. Uh. With my boy. What do you think, boy? It's a good-looking river, isn't it? <laughs> sure is, Dad. That's what we'd say. <laughs> yeah. And then you go back to your place at night and watch a movie. You rent it at Blockbuster. Right. Then, because I'm kind, I would rewind. <laughs> I'm telling you, having a girlfriend that worked at the local video place when I was in college was one of the greatest breaks of my life. Wow. wow. She could bring over any movie after she closed at night. Oh, man. And Friday or Saturday. Night. And we were, away the good ones. And too. we were so poor. I mean, there was no chance of renting a movie. We, we couldn't afford that. Wow. Wow. Had to hook up. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. Of the nation. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Milk Coke. It's a real thing people drink. And uh, look for it uh, in a market near you. Milk Coke. Well, it's not what? necessarily something that's being marketed. It's it's a self-made concoction. Oh, I you see. Take... People just pour Coke yeah. in their milk. I knew I knew somebody who did that when I was yeah. a kid. Pepsi. Weird. It was Pepsi, but... You know, I think I have, they too. They poured well, Pepsi in the milk. And I think it sounded gross that's to me. That's disgusting. It apparently was a, a beverage on Laverne and Shirley, because the actress who played one of them, ah, that was her real-life favorite that's drink. That's where I heard about it. Yeah. That's and so now I, I guess it's it. making some sort of comeback. People are calling it just kind of a budget store root beer float, right? Like that similar kind of cream huh. and soda mixture. But I, it's, it sounds weird, but I think I might actually try this, and I don't even drink soda. Sounds like a one-way street to obesity. This person said, Brummies love it. What's a Brummie? Oh, Lord. Not another cutesy term, I have to know. I'm full up. Brummies? Is that like bronies? Bronies, but lamer? Brummies? This is our headline today. Brummy is an English dialect, so it's uh, something in the UK. Oh, okay. All right. Um, Yeah. So I was trying to comprehend this uh, Facebook move that Mark uh, Berserkerberg was announcing about... um, now they're going to be more private and respect your privacy and all, and everybody's already saying, no, they'll probably get around it this way and that way and this way. And, but I got way, way, way down into the article, and um, 
and read something that made it infinitely clear to me that, and we, you know, we'd known this was almost certainly true, but the giants, the omnipresent monster, most valuable stock, biggest company in the world, that your internet monsters will go away as quickly as they came. It's just, it's clear. Or they'll evolve into something unrecognizable, and so they might as well be different. Uh, they're talking about... Like, is the, MySpace still an operating company? I think it is. AOL is. But they just laid off a ton of people and continue to make $75,000 a year yeah, nationwide. It's like if Sears went back to being two stores in two cities. Mm-hmm. Yes. Although okay. they started as a uh, as an order it and you get it delivered to your company, which is, you know, ironic. Um so they say Berserkerberg is now emulating a strategy popularized popularized by Tencent, which is the Chinese internet company that makes WeChat. WeChat has become a de facto portal to the rest of the internet. So it's like a chat app, but through the app, you can pay for items, communicate with your friends, order takeout, like do a search engine through it. And so... The app becomes everything you need for the internet. Hmm. And everybody's vying for that space. I'd imagine they'll be able to interact with each other, but you'll have a, a, a 10 cent person and a Facebook person and all, and they will do everything from searching to email to ordering Chinese food online through that app. And they're keeping track of everything you're doing. Almost certainly. Or or I know the one thing Zuckerberg is really, really hot to trot for is um, uh, paying for things through Facebook. And they get just a little slice of it. Like PayPal or whatever else. Part of the, the Apple so-called pay. war on cash. There's a, it, it's, it's very rare to find young people with actual cash on them these days. Yes, as I've said, I, I, uh, me and uh, Judy and our son and his, uh, his bandmate, Went to a show, and uh, he mocked me for having cash. And then I had to tip a guy to get what we needed, and he was humbled. Mm-hmm. He realized the old man got where he got. A little palm grease. For a reason, exactly. But so, a little help, uh, help a brother out action. But so the, uh, the, the, and he the, apologized to me because he's a good boy. The, What's that? <laughs> the cashless society. So everybody moving money around, that costs a little bit, even if it's not very much. Oh, yeah. If you add it up over... Hundreds of well, billions of transactions, it adds up to money. Fractions of pennies just sure. add infinitum. I get it. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. If they can make it fractions of pennies times zillions, then that makes sense. But some of the the services right now, it's like a credit card. People are losing 3% or whatever it is on each transaction. Mm-hmm. I've had folks who I'm friendly with, I do business with, say, hey, dude, any chance you could write a check instead of uh, PayPaling us? The uh, the Atlanta Falcons football stadium just went to an all-cash cashless model, I believe. They're for really? their concessions and everything. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that'll speed things up. That was part of, the, that was part of their excuse. Right, right. Aeroplanes are like that now. Aeroplanes. You want to get, <laughs> get sauced up on your flight? Yeah. And I do. Um, <laughs> I, actually, I actually don't. I hate drinking on airplanes. Really? Um, really? Yeah, just because oh. I always have to go somewhere. I mean, i got to drive home. Well, or, if you're getting picked up, you're going to a business thing. Yeah, but well, I want to get there drunk. Yes. Oh, I see. <laughs> I makes was... the business thing so much easier. <laughs> Indeed. Yeah. Indeed. Mm. Anyway, uh, yeah, no cash on that. You want to overpay for uh, some crackers and cheese and a and a crappy glass of wine? Yeah, it's got to be with a card. Well, the idea of carrying around paper that represents the money just is is pretty crazy and old timey. It really is. It's as old timey as human beings get. 
as, as paper gets. And coins before that. Yeah, so yeah, I'm, sh- I'm sure we will all pay through our phone for things in the future. On the That's other one of the hand, things I liked about Starbucks. I just had the app. I'd buy something here, zap, and I'm done. Also, how much of Joiner. Uh, uh, retail pricing is based off of these are the denominations of money that we have, right? That was another uh, reason for the... Sure. The NFL stadium, they they do whole dollar amounts because they're just trying to make the transactions more efficient. So now they can maybe you know have oh great, yeah. make a hot dog four twelve instead of four right because right. nobody cares. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. yeah that's, On the that's other hand, one. cash is useful for some transactions. Ask Jussie Smollett <laughs> or Robert Kraft <laughs> yes. or Robert Kraft. Not good to be swiping in those situations yeah. or writing a check for race hoax. Do I have time? For, <laughs> do I have time for this headline? Bigger, saltier, heavier. Oh, the Jack Armstrong story. <laughs> no, bigger, salter, heavier. <laughs> Fast food since 1986 and three simple charts. Maybe we'll go through this next oh, Armstrong wow. and Getty show. Yeah, but I don't doubt it. Fits in with that sugar thing you did the other day. How much oh, more sugar yeah. we use? So, Gosh, darn it. Yeah, I actually would be decent for chapter three of my autobiography. Yeah, bigger, you, salter, heavier. Since like uh, the country was founded, people have gone from five pounds of sugar per year in all its forms to a hundred and fifty. And how? What effect? What effect does that have on? Uh, very little, as far as I can tell. <laughs> <laughs> it's time to get away from here. Get, get. After final thoughts with Armstrong and Getty. There you go. Here's your host, Joe Getty. Let's get a final thought from Positive Sean. Sean? Yeah, the, earlier in the show, we learned some disturbing thoughts about the number of horse deaths uh, that result from horse racing. Jack was pretty adamant, is this going to be the beginning of the end of it? And I'm worried that Big Jockey is going to come after you. But the good news is Big Jockey is just like a regular dude. <laughs> right. Marshall Phillips, final thought. Well, when you stop into the Blockbuster store in Bend, Oregon, tell them Armstrong and Getty say hey. Fantastic. Uh, Michelangelo, final thought? Yeah, at the radio convention, Jack should wear a monocle, a top hat, and tails. And I want him to look through his monocle at Doug Steffen and say, Listen, Doug. <laughs> oh, boy. Quit bringing him up, because he'll hear about it and harangue us. Ah, that's true. Jack, final thought? I became a parent nine years ago today, as my oldest says it's his birthday. And I have the same feeling every parent has every time their kid has a birthday. Can you believe blank is blank years old? You just, it just every year. I'm sure that happens. I'm sure it's true for my parents. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it just probably never ends. Yeah, no kidding. Whether they're two or 72, I guess you'd have to be 90 something. You so can't believe your kid's that age. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yep. So we're on a, uh, a very auspicious panel at the Big Talk Radio Gathering in Los Angeles and uh, talking about how to, uh, how to grow the industry, save the industry, what is good talk radio, and that sort of thing. So that gives us what? It's uh, the panel's 10 o'clock tomorrow morning. We have exactly 24 hours to figure out what that answer is. How well, aus- listen, clearly, I'm going to say, what happens after clearly, I don't know. How, how auspicious <laughs> can a panel be if we're on it? Listen, the key is, after is is where I'm a little <laughs> fuzzy. <laughs> Indeed, oh. I need something there. The call to action has to be... And then, yeah, from Our there. agent's the moderator, so he's going to set up softballs for us to, to knock out of the park. How awesome is that? <laughs> oh, very nice. Play to our strengths. Is there a more talented show in America than you guys? <laughs> not, Eric, not really. Probably not. No. I'm embarrassed you answered that, <laughs> yeah, asked that question. Right. Uh, Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. Go to armstrongandgetty.com. All the clicks are there. Email us. Go ahead. Why not? We'll see you tomorrow. God, no, we won't. Monday. God bless America. This is a 
historic act uh, of uh, devastating incompetence. I will not sugarcoat this. This is a disappointing day for us. Big mistake, but not too bad. The fun level in this room is at an 11 right now, and that brought it down. The ride is over. The time for the clowns and the acrobats and the dancing bears has passed. Get away from here. Get. Get. And we apologize for our stupidity, and we really hope you forgive us for what we've done. Thank you, and good night. But the show's over. What? Bye-bye. Because under the terms of my contract, I have to host Jeopardy for three more years. Armstrong and Getty. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. See new things. Try new things. Go back centuries while living in the moment. Forge new paths while discovering old ones. Pedal, paddle, and paint while trekking, tasting, and tailoring experiences that transform you into a better version of yourself. Immerse yourself in the world by activating your mind, your heart, and your body on a river cruise exclusively from Avalon Waterways. Save with limited time offers at AvalonWaterways.com. Avalon is cruising. Elevated.